What's going on, guys? This is Dexter Johnson, and you're listening to yet another episode of In the Weeds. So, guys, gaming disorder is actually now fully recognized by the World Health Organization. Here's what that means. All right, guys, so gaming disorder. So apparently this week, you know, we have a lot of new information and, you know, the World Health Organization is finally recognizing this as a thing. Now, this is something that perhaps we have all speculated could be or should be a thing, but now we have characteristics to help break this down. So these are the telltale signs by an article on TechCrunch about gaming disorder. Number one impaired control over gaming so onset frequency intensity duration termination and context number two increasing priority giving given to the to gaming to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other life interests and daily activities so that can be like hey we're having a family gathering we're having a lot of friends over and the person exhibits characteristics saying hey you know what i just want to stay home relax and they end up playing games until the wee hours of the morning and number three continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences so that can be perfect example here is that you're staying up late and you're falling asleep at work but even though that's a consequence that could potentially get you fired laid off from your job you continually stay up late gaming more and more and more so what does this mean now you know we live in the age of pc being politically correct and companies trying to trying to put their best foot forward and trying to protect themselves in any way possible and i can actually see different labels coming out on games saying hey we suggest that you play no longer than x amount of minutes or x amount of hours per day and these are just things to help protect the company so that the company is not necessarily liable for the things that potential gamers do such as the times that they play and what results from that so that you cannot come after the game developers and you know when it comes down to it guys people develop mobile applications games and other applications in general for the simple fact that they do want you to use them i'm not saying that they want you to be addicted however they want to create an experience in which you feel like this is something that you like to use for example fortnite fortnite is an extremely popular massively multiplayer online game where you're going through you're building things and you want to be the last person left standing and if you're constantly playing and you're constantly trying to win and you know that you can have a lot of fun playing this game that makes the developer's heart sing for joy and it's the same way as someone like me i do a lot of database projects and when i see people having a good experience that makes me want to push forward and do more and more and more so it's not the fact that they want to create an addictive game however that is honestly one of the consequences of creating something that is good that really drives people and gives that little bit of dopamine that us humans love so much so guys gaming addiction is a real thing so please watch out for that and the world health organization is stepping in and letting you know the telltale signs of there being a problem so guys until next time i'll holler at you
thanks guys for listening to yet another episode of In the Weeds. Be sure to share the podcast and tell a friend about these deep dives into technology that I post on a regular basis.